The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. 307 on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. What a fun show it's been so far, and I don't think that's going to change now. Gord Steinke off the top. A senator, Paula Simon's in between, but a senator with a sense of humor. I enjoyed that conversation. We'll have to have Paula on again. The Honorable uh, Paula on again. But right now, Marlene Chapman is in studio with me, a segment I've been looking forward to. And actually, we've been searching for you, Marlene. Uh, Perhaps normally I would introduce the guest and tell our listeners your credentials and who you are. But I thought perhaps you should do that. So who are you, Marlene Chapman? Um, well, my I go by the name The Urban Mystic okay. um, because it sounds better than the local fortune teller. <laughs> <laughs> I've been um, doing intuitive sessions for people for probably close to 30 years now using a variety of uh, techniques such as uh, I started with tarot cards and then I got into numerology which is using birth dates and the letters of your name and mm. a lot of mathematical additions to find out, you know, like what your life is going to be like, what kind of talents you have and obstacles and such, and then moved into astrology because, you know, you do the same Why thing for you? how many years. Sure. Right? Get a little bit uh, bored, right? So, yeah. So I use a, a variety of different tools basically to uh, help people get some clarity on where they are why they keep ending up there, right? Because most of us, you get up there in enough years, you start to recognize, hey, this is a pattern, mm, <laughs> right? Yeah, Here oh, I am yeah. again. And uh, so aspects around uh, dream analysis and things, they come up oftentimes with, uh, with my clients because, you know, if you don't listen to your subconscious, it's going to find a way to get your attention in some way or another, right? And that is exactly the reason. Now, we can get to that other stuff if we have time. I shouldn't just throw it away as other stuff, but it was the dream analysis that uh, piqued our interest in the first place because Jalen and I were just uh, musing one day about dreams and several people started suggesting to us we have somebody on to talk about dreams and I didn't want to talk about my dreams specifically but that might be a launching point I really want our listeners to tell you their dreams and maybe get your interpretation on them and and as I say we can move away from there um, later on in the show you'll be here for the full hour so if you want to talk to Marlene about your dreams are you wondering what your how's a fair way to uh, to structure this are you gonna be able to tell them what their dreams mean well, with dreams, because it does deal with your subconscious, it can be a little bit um, subjective, right? Depending on where you're at in your life and, and what you're going through. But there's certain themes in dreams that we can say are all true. Like in a dream, if you dream about a house, the house normally will represent yourself. Right? Mm, okay. And when you dream about... Taking my glasses <laughs> off for this. <laughs> when you, so, so, yeah, so there's the different aspects of the house represent different aspects of your life. So if you have a dream, for instance, that your basement has flooded up with sewage, well, what's the first thing in the house that gets built? It's our basement, right? Okay. What would the basement represent in our life then? our foundation, right? And our foundation is really like what we've been given, our belief systems, um, like the way that we're living our life in the moment. You know, what would sewage represent? Well, stuff that we really don't want pooling. But we haven't gotten rid of, that kind of thing. Exactly. So our dream about the basement flooding could be a message to say that we maybe need to look at the way that we're doing things and maybe it's not so simple as doing the way that we're doing things but the reason why we're doing it that way. Okay, so I want our callers, I want our listeners to call if you want to talk to Marlene, 496-0063, 780-496-0063. So in just in what you've said just now, 
because my question originally was, well, is there a specific meaning to, uh, you know, if I dream that I'm late for an exam, it means this. You're saying, no, it would depend on where you are in your life and what other circumstances are at play with your subconscious. Well, absolutely. And the whole thing, what is an exam? It's a test, right? And if we're late, that means we're not necessarily feeling prepared for the challenge that's up and coming ahead of us. And it might be a small thing. You know, it might be, you know, the, the in-laws coming over for Christmas, right? It might, it's, but it's the stuff that we just don't think about because we push it down. But it's, uh, it's there. It's there. Beneath the surface. Okay. So, and so as we take calls and I see the calls are starting to come in at 496-0063. So you're going to investigate a little bit? Uh, uh, yeah. Usually okay. if we ask a few questions, we can get a clearer idea of what area. All right. So let me be your guinea pig to start things off. I, I find, you know, in comedy, uh, if you want to hold a joke off, you got to tell the joke. And then everyone goes, oh, I will remember one now. So perhaps this will help. So I've been having these bizarre dreams. Um, they're not all the same, but they have a certain theme to them. So I'll give you an example of one of them. Just had it a couple of nights ago. So the dream is I go home uh, to my home. It's winter. It's very cold outside. And I can see strangers on my property. And I should mention it's not my home. In my mind, it's my home, but that's yes. not where I live. So it's an acreage of some kind. And I see my brother, Jim, who I haven't spoken to in 20 years, uh, down the road talking to two strangers, which I think odd because Jim lives in Ottawa and here I am in Edmonton. I go down the road and these two men are dangerous. I can see as soon as I approach them that they're very dangerous individuals. Um, I, I don't know how I know, but I know that they're armed. I know that they look like criminals. They look scary. And I ask them what they're doing and they tell me they want to see my daughter who is, you know, 22 years old, lives at home still, and I tell them that's not going to happen, and I tell them they have to leave my property. And I sort of take on a brave, tough exterior as though maybe I'm armed too. Maybe you've bitten off a little more than you can chew. And, and I, I manage to usher them to the road but not off the property, at which point they tell me that the reason they're actually there is to buy heroin. And I, I, okay, and I'm like, well, I don't know why you would ever come to my house to buy heroin. And they tell me because your daughter sells heroin. And so I go inside to talk to my daughter because I'm quite concerned at the news. They follow me inside and we go upstairs to her bedroom where she admits to me that she is selling heroin and pulls out a bag. And I don't even know what heroin looks like. She pulls out a bag and a big wad of money and she does the deal with them in the hotel or in the hotel or in her bedroom. And they leave. And I start telling her, you never pull out wads of money in front of criminals. Like, you're, we're going to get robbed tonight. And basically, the dream kind of ends there. But, I mean, that is the mo And I've had probably a half a dozen sort of along those lines. There's somebody from my immediate family who I've not talked to in a long time is, will be in the dream. My mom, my dad both passed away, but they'll be in the dream. My brothers who I haven't talked to. And then it will somehow relate to my current family that there's some interaction that somehow my current family is involved, but in a manner in which it would never be. Selling heroin, um, my son being an alcoholic, uh, just some really off-putting notions. That's really interesting. Okay. You know, and what I would look at, first of all, is all the different emotions, right, that are conjured up, right? Because the thing that I feel in here is like not feeling like you're in control at all, right? Um, the fact that your brother shows up, right, and your deceased 
parents as well is is fairly significant, right? Like I always believe when I see people that have gone on to the other side and they show up in a dream, pay attention to this, right? That this is really important. Now, I don't think that that's giving you a big warning, right, about your daughter and her future, you know, um, career path as a, well, career criminal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the aspect about about money, right, money will usually represent power, right, to some degree. And so this can represent, like, another subconscious, you know, kind of fear in regards to, is my daughter making the right choices, right? And the whole aspect about all this stuff is going on in your house, right? Because we know if our kids don't make the right choices, how, where are we ever going to be free, right? Yeah. Of the financial responsibility and all of those other things, right? And it's not like we don't love our families, but there comes a point in our life when we're just tired, right? Um, so... What other elements? The dangerous guys, right? Um, I think that the dangerous guys might actually represent a part of, like it's a suppressed either part of you or it can be, again, connected to these old family patterns, right? And we had discussed before we were on the air about patterns, mm-hmm. right? patterns being a thing. And so if you go back into your family tree, right, there might be, if we look through it, I don't know, right? Some history of like just different behaviors or different things or different. And, and every once in a while, you know, one family comes out and we break the cycle, hmm. right? But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean that. So the fact that it's coming up now is really interesting. And I think that that's planetary stuff because there's things taking place on a larger level with the world consciousness because this is what astrology rules. It rules our growing as individuals and how we grow as uh, as groups as a uh, as a uh, as nations and what's taking place there's um, aspects that are connected to the planet Saturn and the planet Saturn is about again our structures you know like what we believe how we go about uh, doing things it's the it's working with the outer world and it's connected to integrity like it's con- it's connected to you get what you put out there saturn is comes around every 7 years to kick you hmm. you know and that's when we start to see the results of many of the things that we've that we've done you said your daughter was what 22 mm-hmm. well that's like the 3 quarter turn of saturn cuz saturn does a quarter turn every every seven years, right? So I I think that there may be something even deeper going on with this than just your subconscious spouting out, spouting mm. out things. Like there may be um, something in there where you may be feeling like your daughter may not be making the best choices financially. This is just the way that it's showing up and it shows up in a way that it's really loud where we go like, I'm concerned. This is the kind of dream that you know, through the week, you think back to, right? Yes, you know, exactly. It's not one of those where you wake it's up. Startling. And it's like, yes. Yeah. Um, so I think that that might be kind of like a call to action, and it's not necessary. And the aspect around your brother that that's something too, which is not necessarily saying you need to go and make amends, right? But we need to maybe look at the root of the issue, what you think happened and what he thinks happened. Mm. They could be very... You have no idea how close you are to nailing this. Yeah. So I feel like there's something's happening and I feel like your parents, right, are really proud, right, of the family that you have and the family that you've created, right? I mean, they're witnessing, you know, witnessing all of this, right? But it's also important to know, especially if we're talking about things with addictions and addicts and such, right, that 
like what they really what they really are suffering from is a lack of love. Wow. Okay, we're going to take our first break. Get out of the way. We've got uh, Mike and John want to talk to you. If you want to talk to Marlene as well, tell her your dreams. 496-0063. Coming right up after this. All right, welcome back to the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. We're uh, talking with uh, Marlene Chapman, uh, dream uh, analyst, a psychic. Uh, how do I say it? Oh, you're, uh, I just, astrologist. Uh, I just call myself a mystic. It's, it's Mystic. It's a mixed bag of tricks. All right, so we've got lots of people who want to talk to you. Let's uh, start with Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Andrew and Marlene, the mystic. How are you guys doing? Good, thank you. How are you doing? Um, good. Well, um pretty crazy dream that you're having there Andrew (laughs) mine's not really scary like that or anything but I mean I've been having this sort of recurring dream and it's probably going on for like a year or two uh, you know probably once or twice a month I have this really uh, it's, it's a fairly good dream but I just I have this ability to basically fly so I find myself levitating uh, flying around I don't have any machines or equipment I can just kind of up and go and you know it's it's kind of weird but I mean it feels really good I can just sort of will where I want to go and what direction I can shoot over I can land I can I can do this you know and then I wake up and I'm like confined by gravity again and it's kind of depressing Boy, do I ever get that. I had those all the time when I was a kid, and I used to launch myself off high things all the time. because Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you're, what's happening there with you, Mike, is what we call lucid dreaming. So whether you're um, consciously aware that, hey, I can control this or can control it, like what you're experiencing is what so many people wish to experience and the whole reason why they try to do astral projection and stuff, and you're just doing it naturally. If we look at a meaning behind that, that would be telling you that you have the ability like right now to change your life for the positive if you so chose to do it. Like that's such a that's such a great omen. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah Mike, I'm liking it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, thank you very much. It's just kind of weird, so I thought, hey, maybe Marlene can put something on it. And, uh, hey, thanks a lot. I know you got a lot of other guys, and I'm going to let you move on. Bye. Right on. Thanks, Mike. Have Appreciate you listening and making the call. John wants to talk to us. Go ahead, John. Hi. Hi. How's everything going today? I think very well. And what, what are that, you, did you want to talk about dreams? Yes, I did. Yep. Go ahead. Um, I don't know if it's a problem, but... I don't dream. I haven't in over 15 years had a dream that I remember. Hmm. I've had people do uh, numerology on my birth date to find out my soul age. How'd that go? Well, they told me nine. Hmm. Well... With with the lack of dreaming, you probably are dreaming. You may not be be remembering them, but there are certain things that that we can do prior to going to sleep, right? To uh, kind of encourage that to happen. If you think those thoughts before uh, before going to sleep, telling yourself that you know tonight I'm going to dream, but it may just be that that you're just a heavy sleeper. I don't like. I don't really know what else to to say about that. For me. Um, I like when I stopped drinking alcohol altogether, my dreams became ex- like a lot more clear and a lot more lucid, mm. right? And sometimes if you're just going to bed because you're exhausted and not getting like a full eight hours, that could affect it too. 
Okay. All right, John, we'll give it a try. Do you, yeah. do you have an address? Does she have an address where I could actually visit her in person? You have a website where they can get hold of yeah, you. What's your website? Um, it's uh, theurbanmystic.ca. Theurbanmystic.ca, and then work from the there. The Urban? The, the T-H-E, Mystic, Urban, sorry, theurbanmystic.ca. <laughs> Urban Mystic. Okay. <laughs> All right, John, we've got to move on to another call. Appreciate yours. Uh, if you want to join us on the air, 496-0063, the number to call Margaret uh, wants to talk to us. Go ahead, Margaret. Hello, and good afternoon to both of you. Thank you. Um, I seem to have these dreams, like the other fellow said, where he flies. But I also fly, but I also, it's so neat because I can jump up in the air, and then I'll tell everybody, look, it, I can stay afloat for about three or four minutes, and then I come back down. And another very um, good dream of mine was, I believe in reincarnation, that we have more than one life. And I went to bed one night and I slept and I saw this little, little blonde haired boy and he was chewing on a hay, like a hay. Um, and uh, he was wearing like one of those frayed hats and I could tell that he had like these uh, frayed jean, like, jeans on and he was on a farm and it was about, mm, I'd say about 1850. And I really, I woke up immediately and I knew that was me. It was so neat. Have you had dreams like this your whole life or is this sort yes. of a recent thing? That's pretty awesome. You probably have some um, strong Neptune or Pisces energy in your chart to create that. Um, did you journal it? Uh, yes, I do. And then I also had a dream. Uh, my father-in-law, he was dying of cancer, um, and it was 18 years ago. And uh, uh, that morning, I dreamt that we had been in the hospital. This was my dream. We were going to the hospital, and over the loudspeaker said, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Such-and-Such, please come to the nurse's desk, because Mr. Such-and-Such has just died. Well, I woke up, and I said to my husband, we have to go to the hospital right now, and he died two hours later that afternoon. Wow. So your your intuition is coming through your dreams then? Yeah, and same thing with my father. And when my sister-in-law passed, it was about two weeks after, I was dreaming. I was, I was sitting up in bed. I don't know how it was. And I was holding her, and she had died of cancer. And... Uh, her wig was quite coarse, and I remember her, her head was leaning against me, against my cheek. And, and she says, Mark, she says it was the most beautiful thing. This is what she told me in her dream, that she says, uh, when I had died, I left my body, and I floated through the ceiling of the hospital, and I ended up in a beautiful forest of trees. And I woke up immediately, and I went to the bathroom. I was crying. I was so happy. And my side of my cheek, where she had rested her head against me, that cheek, side of the face was all red. Not the other one, but just that one. Hmm. It was like I was holding her. It was the most wonderful thing. So I knew she made it. Margaret, we'll have to leave that there. You can listen for uh, Marlene's uh, response. We're almost out of time, though. Okay, I'm sorry for taking so yeah, much no time. Yeah, no worries. Have a good day. Yeah, you as well, Margaret. So what about all that? Well, it sounds to me like she's got pretty highly developed intuition and it just comes out as soon as we take our resistance down. And I find that a lot of logical people, I'm not saying the Margaret's overly logical, but I found with really logical people, they can oftentimes have the most psychically profound hmm. things that, but it happens when we're sleeping because again, all our guards are down. Nice. All right, we'll take a break for news headlines. When we come back more with the uh, urban mystic Marlene Chapman, you can get hold of us at 496-0063 or text at 630-630. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.